Welcome home. I'm so glad you hit play on my podcast, Home Ec Express. My name is Jamie Umpenauer, and I'm your host, and this is episode 46, Easter Traditions. So here it is, Sunday, the 10th of April, and it is a week away from Easter. And I just thought I would, you know, share some thoughts on Easter as far as family and home in regards to such a precious, beautiful holiday. And of course, it is our celebration of the resurrection, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And it couldn't be more special than that, but also just that, you know, it's spring and also renewal. Every year we see um, all the baby animals being born and the plants and uh, the trees, everything's in bloom and after the dreary winter. So it is just such a beautiful time of the year. And I think this year, especially so many people are just ready to celebrate because it's been so weird the last few years. Um, so it's very important for us to rebuild our traditions. And through that, it's so crucial, I think, that we rebuild the connections with friends and family. Because trust me, family can be so much more than blood. It is your chosen family. The friends that are your family that are also part of your family and your traditions. And I think that's so, so, so important. But um, setting those tra traditions and strengthening bonds right now, uh, everything we see out there in the world is designed to destroy families and relationships. And we need to counter that by strengthening relationships and uh, rebuilding what has been hurt and creating something beautiful again. And isn't that all the whole point of Easter is, is recreating beauty from ashes and, uh, you know, just reminding us of sacrifices and family and love. And I just, oh, I just love it. So, um, this year is going to be a little different for me because actually both my girls will not be here. And so, um, you, you know, when you're used to little traditions that you have to change every so often, but there'll be little reminders for them of Easter. So that's always important, even if kids are far away. Um, but if your family goes to church or goes to mass, or even today is Palm Sunday, this is Passover. If you are one of my Jewish friends out there, um, this is such a wonderful week. Um, with Passover, it's a reminder of faith and sacrifice and, um, you know, we could, we could probably do a whole theological show, but that's not the whole point of Home Ec Express. But, you know, it's such a beautiful season in, in both faiths. And, um, and, and even without, if you're not a person of faith, all you have to do is just look outside. And it's just a reminder of creation being reborn every year. Um, but, you know, Easter egg hunts, family dinners, um, trips to the beach for Easter sometimes, those are all really important to build and continue for your family. And so um, if you have littles in your family, I think, you know, Easter egg hunting is just so much fun. Um, 
you know, if they're really little, it's teaching them, go look for the colors, go look for the um, numbers, and there could be a surprise. And then, of course, there's infamous adult Easter egg hunts with great prizes and involved in that. But <clears throat> having fun like that, whatever it looks like in your family circle, um, it's important to keep that up because it creates memories and it creates fun and it creates bonding. And we need more of that period. <laughs> and so then of course, with every holiday, always there's food centered around it. And one of the traditions for Easter dinner for many families is ham. Um, that is awesome. So easy. Um, we still have uh, one last ham from our last uh, hog that we butchered. And so it's nothing better than having your own meat because you know where it came from. But ham is so easy to prepare. And half of people's stress with holiday family events is, is lack of preparation that creates all this anxiety and stress. And so um, I've always found that it's really important to pre-plan. Um, if you are going to church on Easter Sunday morning, consider doing your ham in your crock pot. Um, you can make a sauce to go in it. Make sure you add a little water. Um, my dear friend Kathy has also done hers in the pressure cooker. Um, in the Instapot. That is awesome. A lot of side dishes can be prepared ahead of time. And I know that I'll be making a pie for my friends because I got invited over to their house. Um, so, you know, all that can be done Friday and Saturday. Pre-plan, pre-shop. Don't try to get your Easter meal Saturday night because always the day before a holiday, the grocery stores are always a zoo. And this year with all of the supply issues that we're having, you don't know what the store may or may not have. So, the other thing is we also have to learn to be flexible. If that's one thing that the lockdown and all this government created problem that we have has taught us is to be flexible. Because if you have a family that's like, we have to have these dishes made with this recipe on, on this holiday and you get pretty rigid with your food, um, when you have times like we're in, <coughs> excuse me, it's allergy season. If you have um, rigid meals or rigid traditions. And then you're in a season like we are now with lack of supply and, um, all of those type of issues, weather related government created, um, you know, you might not be able to have what you usually have. And so it's time to get a little bit creative and, um, come up with some new ideas, new recipes that use what you have. Uh, so that's, a really important thing for us to remember is to use what we have so that we can refocus and really being rigid with the holidays kind of shake takes the fun out of everything you guys because it ends up where you end up with family strife because if it's not a certain way somebody's going to get upset and what does that teach the children and that's what I always try to look back and say what what is this attitude what is this action teaching my kids? Is it teaching them that the rigidity of having everything the same every year is more important than the people around the table? Um, or is it teaching them that it doesn't matter what we eat, we all have fun and love and, and make memories together? So it's so important, you guys, that we really keep the focus on 
what's most important. And uh, also, if you have a lot of toxicity in the relationships in your family, maybe it's time to choose other ways of um, getting together rather than the obligatory type of situation that a lot of people run into uh, where they feel like they have to do something. You know, that's why I always say that you can have your family and then you have your chosen family. Um, and if you're in a situation of toxicity, it's really important because part of home ec and family consumer sciences is relationships and family relationships. And so that's something to reconsider is if if it's not a healthy situation, it's always stressful. Maybe it's time to, with your own little family, make your own traditions and do things a little bit different. Because if you don't change something, then you will continue uh, to carry some of those stressors and generational curses down to your kids. And you don't want to do that. So that's something to think about as um, holidays approach, whichever holiday it is that you're getting together for. Um, is that family relationship dynamic. And then, of course, the fun, the food, the the games. Um, you know, there's so much that you could do with the kids that will make lasting positive memories. And remember, big kids are not too old to Easter egg hunt, but teach the big kids how to help and be kind to the little kids. Um, it is so important. And it's so important that we just focus on building healthy family relationships, no matter which way. And we are having healthy, delicious meals come out of our kitchen and that we are able to uh, grow and nurture our families rather than have the continuing toxicity that has developed. Um, we need strong families in our country right now to combat all of this negative that is trying to destroy families. And um, some of my favorite things to have at Easter, hands down lemon meringue pie. Um, I also love to make cupcakes that look like grass with eggs. You put jelly beans, or you could put um, those malt eggs in there. Um, now, I am not a fan of peeps. I will not, you know, hold back on that. But I have always with kids loved to show them how to blow them up in the microwave. I know that's horrible. True confessions from the home ec lady. But there's so many fun and weird things that you could do with peeps after you get them out of the Easter eggs from the Easter egg basket. It's a delight to just have fun with kids and show them a little bit of science in the kitchen with peeps. And of course you can use them for all kinds of decorating on, on food as well. <laughs> One of the other things that I love is roasted asparagus. I like to do it with a little splash of lemon and Parmesan at the end. It's a super, super easy side dish, you guys. And you can um, clean and trim your asparagus a couple days before Throw it on the sheet pan at the last minute. Throw it under the broiler or in the air fryer. Bada bing, bada boom, it's done. And of course, <clears throat> the ham is awesome. I love to do roasted sweet potatoes. I am a big salad person, so I like to start using a lot of fresh fruit. This time of year, the berries are starting to come in. Strawberry pie is, I love strawberry pie, but in my family, it's not a favorite because my kids are not huge strawberry eaters. Um, but strawberry pie is another beautiful, beautiful pie. 
um, or different, another dessert that is wonderful for Easter that really showcases spring is trifles. And if you have a beautiful um, straight-sided glass bowl, um, I have a great one on a pedestal. It's an old Pampers Chef one. And um, you're able to do the layered desserts, an old British type of dessert, pound cake or angel food cake, and then some kind of custard or lemon curd, homemade lemon curd. You'll never go back. Um, you can even do like a pudding. And then you do fruit, um, you know, whatever your imagination really is your limit. And then you decorate the top. You could do toasted coconut. You could do, um, again, you could start playing with the jelly beans and all the Easter treats, but there's so much that you guys can do. Now, other families love to barbecue for Easter, um, especially if it's really hot in your area, that might be a way to have some kind of tradition, maybe do a pork roast or barbecue a ham, um, or smoke it outside. And so, Put on your thinking cap, think outside of the box, talk to your family and see what would they love to have to celebrate Easter. And of course, in some families, they do hot cross buns or challah. Um, there's so many delicious recipes that have been handed down by generations. Um, but the most important part, no matter what, is why are you there and why are you gathering around the table? And make it a healthy, happy, memorable Easter or Passover holiday with your family and build those bonds back. Okay. So that is all that I have for you this week, you guys. And I hope it really inspires you to have some fun and step out of the comfort zone for Easter. Um, maybe try a trifle in an adult Easter egg hunt. It's always a blast. And I hope that you and your loved ones have an absolutely glorious Easter. God bless you. And thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe at homeacexpress.com and you can follow me on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook. Bye.